Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the big stories in CSGO, quicker than the disbandment of hyenas. A quick reminder to rate and review us at the end of the episode, it really helps us. I'm Logan, this is AZ-esque. On today's pod, we talk about the group stage of Cologne, well, Plains of Cologne. We talk about Kirby's retirement, we talk about Zonic maybe looking at new teams to coach, and we talk about Fnatic kicking Golden and what their possibilities are in the near future. Roll the intro. What's been up in your life lately? It's coming home. <laughs> it's coming home. That's what's f- happening. That that's got to be one of my favorite like sports chants. Like I don't follow football at all, but like j- just hearing people that I know and like other Brits that I know just randomly tell me it's coming home in the last like two weeks. It is. It's coming home. It's either. I mean, that that's really what's going on in the last week. Uh, we're recording this uh, a day late. We're recording it on Wednesday, um, so this is the day that uh, England will make the Euro 2020 final. Um, <laughs> gonna regret saying that, um, and uh, <laughs> it's coming home. So you know that's that's the really the, the big thing that's happening in my life. Um, I've been a little bit busy. Yesterday we were supposed to record, but uh, I ended up being uh, in some press conferences. For the three. Big CIS teams pre IAM Cologne, so uh, that was kind of interesting. All right, uh, I I had something to ask about the it's coming home thing. Oh, did you see the the tweet that Pimp put out that was like to Carmack that was like, hey, I know we don't do a rolling schedule anymore, but like if today we could do a rolling schedule so we can watch England Denmark, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't say this because it's a Counter-Strike podcast, but I will probably just not watch a little bit of IAM Cologne so I can watch England-Denmark. Because it's just the play. And it, it doesn't come home often, famously. <laughs> so you've got right. uh, to be patriotic. So, so we, have, we have like two topics today. We have Cologne and then not cologne that's how that's how today's show is going to be split into let's start with the cologne part yeah uh planes are happening right now and then the rest of cologne like happens yeah this, it's some of this so, week there's so then. much cs man this i oh my it's like every day like whenever you turn on your computer there's like three streams going on it's amazing it's fantastic group stages end this weekend and then we got playoffs next weekend so you'll get a you'll get a group stage roundup from us next tuesday but today we're going to talk about what's happened so far in plans and what we think is going to happen in group stages yeah that's how you like so, pick up seven times so. i think uh let's start with the bad and then we'll move on to the good and then we'll finish with the ugly i like that yep uh bad news bears not uh, good not good I I like I I was rooting for these guys because, you know, it's pretty fun, but it's not very fun when they just get destroyed every game. Uh, <laughs> it's really as simple as that. They they lost their first map to Mouse Sports, which you know, fair enough. <clears throat> A lot of teams lose to Mouse Sports, but then they got two would by LDLC, if I remember rightly. Yeah, they got two would by LDLC, not sixteen to nine and sixteen to six. 
Yeah, and no one showed real... up. When Sheikh Zula is your highest rated player in the match, there's a problem. Yeah, that's not a good sign. He went 27 and 18 on Mirage. I don't think I've ever seen Sheikh Zula like, get 100 ADR. Yeah, as as people very well know, we are big uh, Sheikh Zula and Bad News Bears fans here. But uh, that, that that's not how it works. Yeah, it's you know it'd be like if MSL was like your MVP for an event or something. It's just not, it's not realistic. All right, let's talk about the other teams that won in the first that lost the first round. <laughs> we'll do the teams that won. So LDLC, as we just said, lost to Nip, went on to owed Bad News Bears. Played later today. Well, you'll you'll know what it is because it'll be after the podcast goes up, but. Uh, before the podcast, ow! All right, <laughs> mouse. If you beat. don't know, what chance does anyone else have? It was up at noon. I just don't know how to do time, man. Mouse Sports beat Bad News Bears sixteen to seven today, uh, yesterday, uh, and that's good that for Mouse Sports because they're they're looking really good recently. Until they played an IP, but we'll, well, we'll yeah, get on to that. Yeah. Um, Spirit beat MIBR in a, was that a single overtime game? Double overtime game? Uh, I think it was double overtime. Uh, Spirit were down 15-11 in regulation, took it to overtime. I think they were then down 18-15 and won seven rounds in a row and won the game. That sounds about right. Yeah, it was, it was insane. I mean, MIBR had so many chances to win that game. I mean, obviously they just had, they just... They actually looked better than I thought they would, and then were just like choking like, all the time, just constantly were just losing rounds they shouldn't do, and then ending up like losing maps that they just shouldn't do. I'm fairly sure they had a big lead against uh, Renegades as well on the first map, and or they at least had some match points, threw it away, lost in overtime, and then lost the second map, 16-14. Like they actually looked relatively solid. They just were they losing the like close games. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably should have beaten Spirit in the best of one. But, uh... Dexter's too strong, bro. Dexter's too strong. Um... We got the Renegades. Lost to Vitality. Uh, I think to literally no one's surprise. Uh, they're the team yeah. that... They did not get a win in uh, Pro League when they were here for that. So... The hope is that they do better, and spoiler alert, they have done better so far than they have done for a league. Yeah, they um, beat MIBR. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure whether that is necessarily better than just losing every game. <laughs> I mean, that's two win. That's a win on the board versus a not win. I think losing to Vitality is still more impressive than beating MIBR. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, technically, they're one on one right now. I, I think that's what you got to go with. You're technically yeah, I mean, I, even. I, Renegades, I think, are often not necessarily underrated because when they come here, it's like they don't actually do that well. But I think if they spent some time in the EU like consistently for a year, I think they would actually be a pretty solid team. Yeah, but they, they destroy the uh, the Australian region, and the, those players aren't like they're not terrible. No, um... they play uh, Renegades. Uh, sorry, they play OG in a. Uh, in a best of three today, which is which, kind of interesting. That should be a good match. I, I uh, hope it's not a stomp because OG didn't look great against Big, and uh, 
This is actually a decent chance for Renegades to beat an, a European team, I think. So, speaking of OG, they played Team 1 yesterday with our guy yeah. Malbs. Although we, they, we don't mention this game, all right? Like, we, this game didn't exist. It's just team an unlucky one, game. It just happens, team, you know? team 1 lost. M- Maluk uh, had a nice 0.26 rating on the board. That's also a really bad sign for Team 1 because Maluke is like... It's quite an important piece for them. He's their like in-game leader and AWP, if I remember rightly. He's like the most experienced player. He's the one that when you're on LAN, you like want to look to Maluke and be like, yo, this is that guy. He's done it. He's been here. He's If he's having a bad game, it's a bad sign. In my opinion. Yeah, and obviously that's not working out. <laughs> yeah, they're, well, they're, at least as we're recording this, they're currently playing Sprout on 1-0 up. So, yeah, you know, we'll maybe... See. Maybe... I mean, we've, we've been... Quite, we talked about Sprout before. They lost their opening game against Big. Um, so we, we talked about Sprout before and how I just hate seeing them at these at these events because they never seem to have any, like... They don't ever seem to have upset potential. They never seem to upset anyone good. I, we know exactly how good Spiddy and Dennis are. The, mm-hmm. the only redeeming factor about them is watching Faven play. Or Faven, I think he's actually said. Um, and even that just isn't worth watching Sprout for. A lot of the time, and uh, and I just hope they change something. I believe alternate attacks announced they're um, disbanding their roster today, so it might be worth them looking at that team, picking up some of the uh, players from there. Um, but just please stop in, like please stop Sprout coming to these events and just sticking the place out. It's really annoying. Just <laughs> taking up a spot that another North American roster could have taken. Wait, no, never mind. There's no more. It's taking up a spot the height. Oh, hang on, we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, uh, Evil Genius has faced Phase and Phase One. Yeah, which I sound really surprised by that, but like it's also EG, so I'm not sure how surprised we should be by that. Phase is its own story that we're gonna have to talk about in a little bit. But so the thing with Phase is, I think a lot of the players are actually expecting uh, Phase to do well. I, I think. Uh, in the in the press conference, I think it was I think it was one of the Gambit players said they were expecting a really high level from FaZe. It might have been Naphany. So there seems to be this sort of idea that FaZe are a lot better than they they've shown, which isn't wholly unsurprising given the level of the players they have. I mean, Twists is still an absolute monster. Yeah. Um, so so maybe in scrims and stuff they've looked really good. I wonder if that's the case or if it's just people banking on their names showing up on LAN. Um, yeah. I don't know. I heard that same thing from. I, I didn't hear the same thing from a Gambit player. Uh, I was watching the broadcast and I heard that. I, I don't remember who said it, but somebody was saying basically that Carrigan thought that they were going to do really well this event based on how scrims and stuff works. That they, they thought that they were going to be up there. Interesting. Yeah, I mean they. I mean so far they look pretty solid. You say they beat EG, and then they ended up beating Complexity two zero in a um in a decided game and. Uh, look, being EG in complexity in an, in an, in and of itself isn't incredible. Complexity have had their own issues and Lord knows EG have too. But it's a really good sign that they have yet to drop a map if you're a FaZe fan. It's a really good sign because those were games that even if they were winning previously, they weren't winning them cleanly and they've won them cleanly so far. So, And I'd like to say, we're, we're trying to look, I guess we're jumping a little bit ahead, but that's whatever. FaZe... Uh, beating complexity it was on a very pug map with dust two right 
the most important mm-hmm. map that we have in the pool right now, and the most tactical map we have in the pool on Nuke. Yep. So, kind of showing that they're it's not just taking aim duels the entire time, right? Which is kind of what you expect from like a phase kind of team is taking aim duels thousand percent of the time and just hoping to hell you win them. I will say complexity nearly always just play pug maps as well. <laughs> like their home map is Mirage. Like that, that. Yeah, any yeah, any team fun. where your home map is Mirage, I think says a lot about you. Isn't Nip's home map Mirage? I'm not sure because Device doesn't usually play it, but maybe it is. I'm pretty sure it is. And Device, I would have thought it would be Overpass given you have Device and Res, but oh, all Re- right, Res is phenomenal at Overpass. I know they wouldn't have played against Mousewatch. Mousewatch traditionally always ban Overpass, I think. So that might be why. Yeah. I would have assumed that IP's on that was overpass. Ah, we'll yeah, figure it out another time. Plexity uh, beat Vici, who's here from the uh, Asia qualifier. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I, I want Vici to do well. I always like back the Asian team because I like underdogs and I like watching the way they play Counter-Strike, but you just it's impossible to have faith in them and I mean they looked okay against complexity and I'm sure they're gonna look okay as they lose to EG, but they're gonna lose. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Alright. I like Jam Young though. He's a good player. That, that he's somebody you, you should um look at was Jam Young. He's a good player. Not believe, a very Asian player. I believe Kays was on has been on the team for Hell a yeah. long time. Yeah, Kays was uh when Vici had that like there was like that period of time where Vici were like kind of good and they were doing yeah. well at the major or something. And K and it was like people loved K's. It's a weird time, man. <laughs> it's it's coming back. All right, let's home. talk let's talk about the people who won in uh in the upper bracket. This is technically an upper bracket. Yeah. Let me put the people that won. And uh, let's go through the the four games, the people that qualified directly into Cologne. You know, three ways you can qualify into Cologne, you can either win two you could win one, lose your second game, and then win in lower bracket. Or you could lose opening round and then win two in lower bracket. Basically, so you have win either, two games, forehead. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. win two games before you lose two games. Yeah. It's kind of where we're at. Smart. Um, yeah, win two games before you lose two games. So, people that have made it through so far. Nip. Nip beat Mouse Sports 2-0, which yep. was a very good game. As per what you said, I was not able to watch. Uh, so I, I watched part of it. Um, Nip were dominant on Mirage, which is strange because it was Mouse Sports pick and they're usually pretty solid on that map. But I think, uh, if I remember right, yeah, I felt like Dexter was really struggling in that game. Dexter's odd in that he, obviously he's the in-game leader, so you don't expect him to be the top fragger, but he, he sort of came over with the reputation of being a solid fragger. And I think at this level, he really does struggle to put up numbers. Um, I, I mean, that's I mean that's fine. Like, it's not necessarily an issue. But you have Rops and you have Frozen and you have Beamus. Like, you, you shouldn't really need to get too many frags. But uh, I, I also think, looking back at the numbers now, Frozen really struggled. Which you probably can't deal with if you're Mouse. Frozen's pretty important to them. And if he has a bad game, you're going to lose. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it was like a... Uh, he just kept walking into a scope or something because that that can happen. Like devices shut down simple, he shut down good players um, previously. So maybe it was a case of that. Um, but NIP 
Yeah, I mean, they, they were never really in any danger of losing either of these maps, I didn't feel like. They felt very comfortable. Um, yeah, they're looking pretty scary, actually. Yeah, we were saying for a while that IP needs to do some moves, and I'm still not sure that we're off of that. But on the other hand, NIP are really scary. It's it's kind of it's not it's not a fun time to be a fan of whoever team Nip is playing. The yeah. the device move has, and we we said this when it happened, but I'm gonna say it again. The device move has instantly upgraded this team a hell of a lot, and yep. they are reaping the rewards of that that upgrade. So far, I mean, I, so far. I mean, it, it does. They haven't yet got really I, I i think they got to a final right but they've not won an event yet and they need to consistently get far before you think okay it was worth spending a million dollars on one player yeah but i'm not even worrying about the million dollars yet i'm just saying in a in a secluded world oh yeah i mean they look, they look much better definitely yeah all right spirit and vitality happened that was a banger i was the reason i didn't like watch too much of nip mouse was i was more concentrating on that game um that was a banger game uh, it was Spirit were they really should have won. They had obviously won Dust Two, and they had like a pretty decent lead on Mirage, um, and they were just like Nuke was more. It, it always felt like Vitality were going to win that after like about eight rounds. That they just looked like they were more comfortable on Nuke. That their, their rotations were better. They were punishing. Um, they were punishing Spirits like uh, the holes in their defense. If they got a pick. Spirit had no idea how to deal with Vitality um, 4v5, but the, the, the rotations were just not as clean. Um, but Mirage was very winnable for Spirit, and that, that probably... It was very close to a 2-0 Spirit, um, but once it got to Nuke, Vitality were... Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much locked in. Misuta, though, looked absolutely Shh. unbelievable. The guy just Jesus apparently Christ, knows how to so play good. on land. On, on Nuke, at least, um, he was, he had like multiple, he won a 1v3 that was disgusting. He had like this, and then like followed it up with like a 4k a few rounds later that was just like completely changed the round. He looked so nasty on Nuke. He took, took a little while to warm into this game, but he was, he looked nasty, man. He was keeping up with Zoe at least on that map. I mean, Zoe ended up as the top fragger as he so often does, but like Misuta looked really good. And that, that immediately makes Vitality hell of a lot scarier to deal with yeah i mean they were same thing with the renegades game that vitality won the basuda was had a 1.72 rating which was just below as i was 1.79 yeah like if masuda masuda started showing this form like a month ago right and he's kind of kept up this form if he continues to even more keep up this form it's vitality's starting to look scary again if that's yeah the the, the kid is absolutely cracked like it, it's taken a little while for him to get used to it, and then it was like it's like a eureka moment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and development of players is never linear, right? There's never like a linear progression. Yeah. You just keep getting better like this. It's always in like like stairs. Like it's always a spurt and then a yeah. plateau. And it, it seems like he's just hit like a giant peak. Mm-hmm. And if he can plateau from here, he will be some fucking player. The guy is absolutely correct. I mean, mechanically, he's phenomenal. And it seems like somebody is sort of, or he's come to some sort of realization about how he can use that. And he, he just looks like a completely different player. He looks so good. All right. OG and Big, a team of uh, two, uh, a tale of two teams that seem to constantly disappoint us. Uh, 
I just feel so bad for Valde. I, I, he had this on North at times where he would just go absolutely wild and his team just would somehow not win. I don't know if he's cursed or, or what. But it's probably a curse. He it's did not fucking deserve to lose this game. Much less lose it to him. The second map, in one overtime, he went 40 and 20. Not in one over, as in like the map plus one overtime. He went 40 and 20 and they lost the map. How can you, like, after that game, how can you go into, like, the demo review and actually have to listen to your teammates talk about how you lost that game? But you just go, I'm not going to demo review tomorrow. You guys can work out how we lost because I did not do anything fucking wrong. And then you would just go, I, I am not coming to the demo review. I don't care. I cannot listen to how we lost this map because it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> it was nothing to do with Ugh. me that we lost that game. I'm not coming. How could you look him in the eyes and go, no, sorry, Valdi, we lose as a team. How could you look him in the eyes and, and be like, yeah, no, I can't. Like, we lost, we lost that game. Like, you would just not. I always wouldn't be able to look at him. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I'm ashamed. He dropped forty kills, man. They're so we lost. I know that's ridiculous. All right, so good, man. Phase the two hundred complexity, which was like, we talked about this for a minute, right? And yeah, we'll it's just. I, I think we should talk about it from the complexity point of view because we, right. we talked about it from phase, and I don't get. Comp- I I don't understand how this team isn't really good, and I don't know, I know how you fix it because it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with that roster. Yeah, uh, like maybe you go for a coaching change or something. Maybe you get Zonic. He's available now apparently. Complexity is so weird, so weird. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say it's so weird. Yeah, uh, like they shouldn't just... be losing games like that 2-0. Like, they should be a team who can beat anyone and like lose to anyone. That's how they should be in my head. They should be a like a really up and down team. But it seems yeah. they just lose to teams that they should lose to and just beat teams they should beat. They seem a little bit flat track bully rather than wild roller coaster. And it feels like there should be a roller coaster. I guess that's why it's confusing. They they, they yeah. seem to have <clears throat> found a relatively consistent level, but it feels like they shouldn't be consistent. And I think they'd be better off being inconsistent. Yeah, I I, I agree with literally all of that. Actually, I feel like the the biggest point problem with this is I feel like they should have taken a map off of phase. Yeah, it feels Just... like they should be able to take a map off pretty much anyone. Yeah, but especially when you're like in this situation, right? When you you play phase on Dust Two and then you play phase on Nuke, you should be able to take one of those. There's no reason not to take one of those. Yeah, you should be able to either outfrag or outmaneuver for a yeah. phase, and you have the two maps where you can sort of do that. I mean, Complexity are a team who pick Mirage as their uh, main map, which again, as we mentioned, it should tell you something about them. And I think... I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really know what to say about complexity. This team is kind of disappointing. They just seem like they're going to permanently be the 12th best team in the world. And it's like... But I don't understand. You have so much talent. They should yeah. be 
I don't know. It feels like the, the pieces are there to be the top, the, like top five, and I don't really know how you fix it. I mean, maybe some of the issue is you have an in-game leader who calls around himself. Yeah, which and that's is not fine. a knock on. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's not a knock on him, but like when you have a super team like that and you call around the in-game leader, it feels a little bit strange. Like most sort of super teams, as it were, call around. Start the fact that they're a super team, yeah, they'd be a little bit less structured and just say, you know, config or or poison, go do what you want because. But then at the same rate, it, you might not get the best of rush doing that. But it's do you want the best of rush or the best of config? I mean, I, I know what I would want, but with your North American fan in 2018, you want the best of rush. Oh, I like rush. I think rush is very good. I, I, it, I it agree. Seems but, like yeah. It seems like if he is, if it becomes a point of he's conflicting with what the other players, or with how you would necessarily get the best of the other players, then maybe you change that. But uh, there's no reason a team with this level of Rush is their worst player. Yeah, that that alone should tell you how stacked this team is. Mm. Because a team with Rush as their fourth player won the won the major. Yeah, probably fourth. Maybe he was their worst player. Depends how you sort of race Skadoodle, I suppose. Yeah, anyway, that's, that's where that's I was a, going. That's a tangent for another day. Um, this team is insanely talented, but they don't even seem to win the pug maps against good teams. They, they should be able to win the pug maps against everyone, and they just don't. And it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah I agree. All right, and then, so last four matches we got to talk about today. Uh, lower bracket matches... That are happening slash have happened. So LDLC beat Bad News Bears 2-0. That happened. And MIBR lost to Renegades 2-0. So LDLC really go under the radar in that I didn't even realize they were at this play-in until they beat Bad News Bears. Um, but this team is is solid. I mean, they've got a lot of players you, you've probably heard of without necessarily... like. This is probably the third best team in France. I mean, there's maybe Double Pony. Wait, what was the second best team? Oh, yeah. I think, I always forget G2 aren't actually French anymore. They've only got the two yeah, French players. And so, they're exists. probably the second best team in France. Which Not traditionally would have like... been... Yeah, traditionally would have been like top 10 team in the world. But nowadays, it's kind of an insult. Um, but LDLC... Yeah, I mean, they, they convincingly beat Bad News Bears. Like, 69-16-6. Like, that's... That's pretty comfortable. That's that's like a three or four nil victory. You know, that's pretty. Never really in doubt of losing either of those maps. Um, I'm kind of interested to see how good LDLC are and whether or not, because if they complete, if they get smashed in the next round, you go like, oh, okay, bad news bears really. Yeah, they're really not great. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like they're a team without an org made up of bits and pieces of teams who have players who got cut from other teams and. NA like you're not necessarily expecting them to be amazing like it's not a slight on them to say you know oh they're not as good as the best teams in Europe like obviously but if LDLC let's say if LDLC go and win their next game uh they're playing complexity say they beat complexity you suddenly feel like less bad about bad news bears like well okay LDLC are actually really solid and We've seen LDLC have these sort of games where they just pop up. Like I've seen Maka play before, and I think Maka's really good. I used to be called I mean, Maka Zin, I think. He, he's really solid. So, like, I'm kind of interested if this team is actually any good. I, I kind of like want them to beat Complexity so we can see a little bit more of them. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of players on this team who you've definitely heard of. I mean, you've definitely yeah. heard of Sixer. Like, and Hachi. Hachi's definitely heard of Sixty and Hachi. And I, I've heard of Lambert, but I've also yeah. watched a lot of weird European CS at weird times. Um, so, but, like, there's definitely players in this team you've heard of. It's not like it's Sprout, which is the Favin show. So, it's nice to oh, see. Oh, I've heard uh, of all the players on Sprout. I just kind of wish it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, MIBR Renegades. I'm happy for yeah, the Renegades. That was, that was uh, yeah, again, I, I'm glad to see Renegades go through because I think they've got more about them than MIBR. Uh, I don't. Oh, like you say, MIBR looked better than I thought they would, but we, we've seen all of these players before and I just don't have any faith. There, there's so many good Brazilian teams that I would rather see than MIBR, whereas there aren't many better Australian teams, if any. And maybe Extremer. I honestly, I'm not sure at this point whether Extreme is better or not. I, I think they've actually been playing pretty well recently. Uh, I saw somebody talking about it, um, and they've actually been okay recently. So we'll, we'll see. I think we need an Extremum Renegades show match, just so that way we can know for to end with who is the best. Just invite them both to like some decent event, and we can, you know. Yeah, or it doesn't even need to be a decent event. Just invite them both to literally something where they can play with the same ping. Yeah, sure. That's all, that's all we not? asked for. Um, currently going on right now, Team Sprout. T- team Sprout. Team 1 versus Sprout. <laughs> yeah. Let's say team, team 1 won the first map that, as we're recording ahead on map 2. Um, but, I mean, it can all change, obviously. I, I, I like Team 1, but it... I don't think they'll necessarily go really far. It's another one of the cases where they're one of the better teams. Like, there's actually quite a lot of teams in Brazil who are decent, but it feels like a lot of the talent is spread thinly. Yeah. So, it, it, they could almost make like two really good teams, or f- maybe three good teams, with with including Furia. Yeah. Um, but it, they seem to have like four or five like decent teams like pain are really decent oplano are decent godsend are really decent like and then they have like team one who have some talent they've got mibr one furia there's just there's so many brazilian teams right now yeah there's actually just loads of decent ones where you could just make like if you took the best parts of godsend and just put like uh big uzera and safe on it that would be a really good team like you kept phelps you kept uh dumao and maybe Barton or something like that, and just put, you know, you could just put any of the other, like Big Uzera, I think, is so good. Safe is an absolute, like, numbers machine. That guy just puts up, like, he puts up 30 bombs. Like, most people put up, like, 10, 10 kills. It's just, yeah. it, the game is so easy for him in NA and South America. Like, yeah. That guy's insane. All right. And then EG against Vici. EG is currently yeah, winning. Smashing them. Yeah. They should continue to win. Yeah. Uh, I, I say, we talked about Vici earlier. I think it's almost a shame EG play them because then you... I still have no idea how good EG are and I, I'm not going to have any idea once they beat Vici either. Uh, I think they play mouse sports if they win. So that should be fun. That, that, the game is played uh, tonight as we're recording. Hopefully tonight as this comes out. Um, yeah. So... Mouseports EG is a banger. I think Mouseports should win, but EG just you sort of shrug. If if EG win, you go, oh, oh yeah, of course. Like 
of course Breezy's just dropped 50 kills. It's Breezy. But then, like, you can't actually expect that's going to happen. I mean, at this point, can we really say, but that's just Breezy for that? Uh, he, he had a good first map against Vici. Okay. That's, that's you know, it's I'm just... Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he just needs to, like, shit on Vici, and then he'll be back. Like, maybe he just needs that confidence boost. You know what I mean? Like, you're having a bad game, you get, like, an eco spray down, you're like, right, I'm back now. You look at the yeah. scoreboard, you've got three more kills than you had the round before. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that bad at all. And then you just, like, pop off. Maybe that's the breezy, but on a wider scale. He's, like, eco-fracking, but it's, again, it's, it's on gun rounds. It's just against an eco team. All right. All right. Okay. So, we've got four people who made it out of plans already. We've got Nip, we've got Vitality, we've got Big, we've got FaZe. Who do we think that the next four are making it out of plans is? Um, Predictions. I I kind of think LDLC might beat Complexity. <laughs> I think OG will beat Renegades. I think... Oh, Spirit versus Team One is like is difficult for me because I like both of those teams and Spirit have looked so unconvincing, <laughs> but I have to think Mir and Dexter's just too much for Team One. Like, yeah, I I don't see how Maluki is gonna out orb Dexter. I'll, I'll put it that way. I, I just can't see that happening. I think both teams have a very like they both play like nuke and dust two as well, and those are like Spirit's two best maps, and I think Team One are quite keen to play those two maps. Um, I I think Spirit should win. That's assuming Team One beats Sprout. I think Spirit would smash Sprout as well. To be fair, yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, so uh, I think I and can then say, I think Mouse will beat EG. Yeah, I was to say I think I can say for certain that we're both on the Mouse beat EG train like every day of the week. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to disagree with you. I I think Spirit will beat whoever they're going to play against. I think Renegades will beat OG though. Ooh, and complexity spicy. will take LDLC. They're both going for the one upset, but yeah, I don't know, man. Up- I I, I don't trust complexity, but then they do tend to beat teams worse than them. It's just the best. Well, that's the know. thing. It's like you can't trust complexity, but since you can't trust complexity, you don't know what's going to happen there. So I'm going to my default, which is that Poison or Config is going to take that game over and just shut down the LDLC players. I don't know. I kind of think there's something about LDLC from when I've seen them previously. I just kind of think they it feels like it might be like a mini breakout event for them. I mean, I could be completely wrong. They get smashed, but I think they're decent. So, all right, let's talk about a uh, let's talk about the actual I am Cologne for like thirty seconds. The what? Um, Never heard of it. <clears throat> so we know where some teams are going already. So Group A. Uh, originally started as Gambit, Liquid, Virtus Pro, and G2. And to that, we are adding Big and NIP. Um, with two other teams that will be decided as the day goes on. Uh, matches will be played for this group on Thursday. That should be played for every group on Thursday. But... Some hype opening matchups. Yeah. So the opening matchups we know of right now are Liquid against Nip and That's Virtus Pro banger. against Big. So here's the thing, right? Gambit's going to play somebody at the same time that Liquid's going to play Nip. It doesn't matter. You should watch the Liquid Nip game. Like I don't know. Like this is a t- scenario where two monitors is absolutely necessary. Like I think two two monitors is necessary. Very always, yeah. But but this is like you get to watch the best team in the world take on one of the teams you qualify. Any of the teams you qualify is going to be pretty good. I mean. That could be it. Could be mouse sports. I don't think it will be. I think the, the way, if it's the Gambit way mouse they, sports, 
You're telling me you automatically watch Liquid Nip over that? Gambit Mouse Sports would be a banger. Like, let's be real here. I mean, okay, so hold on. Because the way that they've determined where teams are going is the every other one. So the, the top, if you look at the brackets, right, the first and the third team out of the brackets have gone to the group A. Right. And then two and four have gone to group B. So if we follow that into the lower bracket, that means that the Gambit match should be the winner of Complexity LDLC. And then the team that plays G2 would be Spirit or Team 1, which we're saying Spirit. So Spirit versus G2. G2. Interesting. This is all speculation. I'd like to make this very clear that we're, we're, we're guessing. <laughs> they could switch it for the bottom bracket. Spirit and that would G2 be... would be fun as well, man. I mean, I know thing, uh, Gambit want to face G2. They, so... Uh... Was it Gambit? No, sorry. Uh, Virtus Pro want to face G2. I believe that. You, you can just said because the last time they played G2 smashed him, and you can do was like, yeah, no, I really want to play G2 because they smashed us last time, and I want to get my revenge. Yeah. So, so hold on. Let's let's pull back for a second. There's four teams that are going to be coming into the groups, right? There's four teams that don't have a match mate yet. Gambit, G2, Navi, and Heroic. So literally, <laughs> Mouse Sports could play any of those. If you're and it a, should and so, be the game to watch. Apparently, Heroic, one of their players, has uh, contracted COVID. <clears throat> so they'll be playing from inside quarantine. Um, so they're probably the team... If you're looking at getting one of those four teams, you're like, I'd rather play Heroic than the other three because they might have some sort of, like, you know, they're not in the same room. Maybe that's a slight advantage. But otherwise, you're thinking, right, if we, quali- oh, if we qualify, we get Gambit, Na'Vi, or G2, or Heroic. We might as well just not qualify. <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, you don't think that, but like, those are some really difficult matchups to sort of slip I mean, into. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: it's not like if you're a team that is already qualified, you have any bet easier of a task, right? Furia, Astralis, Virtus Pro, and Liquid. It's not like it's not like those no, are any but easier. I'd rather play Astralis or Liquid than Gambit or Navi. Uh, unfortunately, I have to agree here. Uh, I, I, I really wish it was... Uh, I, I mean, Liquid Nip is such a banger because it's Fallen versus Device. Hold on. Wait, did Navi get a new logo? Uh, I don't think boxy. so. I don't know. Okay, doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, like Liquid NIP is Fallen versus Device, but neither of them on the team that they're famous for playing for. It's really odd. Yeah, like, saying the... Liquid versus Nip is Fallen... Like, I actually just went and clicked on it to make sure I wasn't going insane, and yes, it is Fallen versus Device, and it's Liquid yeah. versus Nip. doesn't yep. make any sense. It's going to be great. What a banger. <laughs> VP right. Big is, like, maybe the least interesting matchup of the day. So... So who comes out of these? So, uh, so Group A... The, the first through third place team. So the two teams in the upper finals plus whoever wins the lower finals is who's going to yeah. come out of these. All right. Well, well Gambit, so, Gambit are going to be there. Yeah. Let's make some predictions. So group A will have Gambit, Liquid, Nip, VP, Big, G2. And then we think Complexity slash LDLC and then Spirit. I, either Complexity or Spirit is going to lose to Gambit and fall to the lower bracket. And if you're in the lower bracket, you're probably going to have to beat Liquid or NIP as well. Well, you will have to beat Liquid or NIP. That's how. Yeah. So works. like, you kind of, kind of screwed. Yeah. Like, 
It's really difficult. I think I love I love Team Spirit, and I want them. I want them to come through this if they're in this group. But it's going to be a dip. Like you actually want to play G two because then if you beat G two, you play VP or Big, which is infinitely more winnable than beating Gambit and or NIP. Yeah, no, like that, that's like. Is... I would say this is the group of death, but well, I'm not sure the other group. Of death, <laughs> they're both <laughs> groups of death. It's I am Cologne. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Although I do think right. A is harder than B. I, I, I do. I will say that. So who do we think is making it out of this? Let's say theoretically say complexity and spirit are the two teams that. I would say Gambit, NIP through the lower bracket and G two. I think is the the safe bet. But like, I think it's entirely possible that VP do as well, because. Yeah. It, yeah. I think VP will beat Big, and then VP versus G two is kind of a coin flip. Like I have no idea because VP is so inconsistent. And that they've been pretty vocal in saying they the RMR like the terrible performance for them was like they've solved a lot of those issues now they had a lot of internal issues and they say they've solved a lot of them so like if that's true which obviously it could just be nonsense but if that's true then you kind of have to think that they might be G two because G two are not infallible yeah even so I'm good. thinking I'm thinking Gambit I'm thinking G two and I'm thinking we're gonna see Liquid. But I might be wrong on the liquid one, and it might very well, might very well be Nip, and I might just be being a little American bias. Uh, what if it's just not Gambit? It's gonna throw I think if it's the, not Gambit, I think everyone's going into just utter like shock. Like I, I tweeted this, I tweeted this the other day, but Shiro hasn't gone negative at an event since 2019, and the last event he went negative at was also the last LAN he played. God no. Um, Streamhack open severe. Basically, here's the thing. I think it's gonna be Gambit, I think it's gonna be G two. I think it's gonna be someone from this liquid nip game. That's the, the these are my guesses. All right, yeah, let's I, I mean that seems like the obvious one. I, I don't think Liquid are better than NIP. And they're definitely I, they're better than Gambit, See, I don't so. think they are either. And I totally agree with you on that. But something about Liquid playing on land again, man, I, I have I have vibes. I have vibes here. <laughs> I don't know. Liquid, ever since they lost Twist, just don't feel the magic to me. I mean, yeah, he was literally nicknamed the Magician. It was great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All it's right. a great nickname. G- Group B. Navi versus somebody. Furia against Vitality. Astralis against FaZe. And Heroic against somebody. I'm excited for the Astralis-FaZe matchup. Furia always play Vitality, right? Like, I'm not going mad. No. Like, I, every I... tournament, they just play each other. It's great. I, like it's it's always fun because it's just like Furia insist on making the game chaos, and then it's like Zaiwu in the in the eye of a storm. It's always worth watching. Yeah, I'm excited for this Astralis phase game though because it's two team. Like Astralis is obviously not Astralis, but Phase seem to be getting their stuff together. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, Phase are like not Phase, and that's a good thing. Whereas Astralis are yeah. not Astralis, and that's a bad and that's thing. a bad thing. So maybe like, which one is like, less of themselves? Yeah, I that could be an interesting match. I, I think Phase will win that. I, I really, um, I think Phase will win two zero as well. I, yeah. I don't think it'll be particularly close. They've looked they've looked really solid, and I really don't think Astralis are, are going to show a particularly good level at this tournament. Again, it could be like a, they just decide all of a sudden they're just going to go mad because, you know, screw all the rumors. But So, just so we're aware, Navi or Heroic either have to play OG slash Renegades, because I'm not giving up on that Renegades one, or 
they have to play mouse sports in the first round. None of Navi, which sounds like fun. Please give give me Navi mouse sports. That's a banger. That, that's a great matchup for that one. Uh, obviously, Simple played for mouse sports before as well, right? Yeah, he stood in for like five minutes and his name was Complex instead of yeah. Simple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... that's I don't know. Navi, mouse sports, there's so much talent on there. Like, mouse sports yeah. are pretty stacked with like fraggers like it's they're not massive obviously they're going to be somewhat tactical but it's not like when you see navi versus um it's a good example like you see navi versus like big or something where it's very structured and it's just like simple trying to take apart you know simple electronic and bit like trying to take apart a system whereas mouse sports versus navi is just like that's just going to be play after play after play because that's it, it's rops frozen b mass versus bit simple electronic like it's all of these players just want to get multi-kills they don't care about anything else it's gonna be great by the way i believe yes eg just two owed vici yeah uh to stay in the tournament so we will have that going for us uh, that happened it's, as we expected though so it's eg versus mouse yeah Bang. so yeah we're it, the way it's looking like right now uh, we have teams 1 through 11 in the group stages per HLTV rating, Liquid and Phase, and we still have more joining. Hell yeah. This is going to be exciting. This is a great tournament. All right, let's talk tournament. about not this tournament for like five seconds. Yeah. We've got some stuff that we want to talk about in the Execute, and it involves things. All right, we're moving some stuff. I'm moving some stuff around. All right. So the first thing we've got is stuff that happened last week right after we finished recording the pod. Uh, NBK has retired from Counter-Strike and moving over to Valorant. Yeah. Um, cool for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't really besmirch. Like, besmirch? You can't, you can't begrudge him doing it. Um, yeah. Like, a- he, he's kind of achieved pretty much everything you could want to achieve in CS. Like, he, of course, he will, you know, he's just going to trade. He's going to change game now and he's going to be... It's a new challenge. Like, if he wanted to, like, if a player was really good at, on one team and then left for another team to face a new challenge, like Device did, you go, yeah, fair enough. If somebody does it in a different game, like to me, that's also like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, can't blame. Uh, the one that uh, I think hurt you a little bit more was uh, Kirby retiring. Yeah, Kirby was like so young. He's twenty three. Yeah, he, he's like really young, and he he's obviously he, he kind of achieved the best player at the major that he won when he was eighteen. So I could sort of understand how you got burnt out so quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like well, when you have a couple of bad years, like I used to be this good, and now I'm here. Like I'm not sure I can be bothered to grind all the way back up. Like it doesn't seem to be working for me. So I can kind yeah. of understand how you would get that sort of fatigue, but it's such a shame because he's so damn good. At least I, I mean, from my perspective, he's his peak level is absolutely insane. I, I think he's good regardless. Like it, it's not yeah. like a you thing versus no. He, he's a good player. I think it's kind of weird to say he's not a good player. Um. So with the Kirby thing, uh, it's weird as well because. People kind of assumed he would retire to go play Valorant, but it just he, like he's he just said he's retired and hasn't said he's switching games. I mean, I've heard he has Valorant offers, as I imagine a lot of pro CS players do. 
Like he he's apparently does have a lot of good Valorant offers, but he hasn't sort of said anything. I, I wonder if he's just delaying because he realized that if he was like if he says immediately, yeah, I'm quitting see it's going to go to Valorant, it'd be like it's almost too much in one go. I don't or maybe he just genuinely hasn't decided yet. I don't know. Um yeah. I mean there was, there was also the screenshot that came out like a few days later that AZ's been grinding Valorant. So I do wonder um if it's something that, that a lot of the players are considering. So speaking of Kirby, the hyenas tweeted out when Kirby left that this would not be the end of the hyenas, that this wouldn't stop them, and then the next day tweeted that this was the end of the hyenas, that this absolutely stopped them. Yeah. I, I I don't know why you would tweet that. Like, surely, I don't know. I, I, maybe something changed in those twenty four hours. Um, I have my suspicions. Um, I, I know a couple of rumors about Az. One of them is that he's going to retire and potentially switch to Valorant. Another one is that he has an offer to stay in CS. Um, but I wonder if it was like they're going to stay together and then potentially AZ took one of these offers and they were like, yeah, this, you know, this doesn't work. I, I believe Fessel has been standing in for, um, oh, it's one of the other Danish teams. He, he's been standing in for somebody, I believe, in the last few days. Um, so, so I think these players just had other offers and they were like, yeah. It, it's a shame, actually, because Hyenas were actually playing half decent. They they were pretty do- they were pretty solid, um, m- maybe not you know top twenty level, but then no chance weren't when they started. You know, like, there was an opportunity for them to go and do something, but with Kierby leaving, and then if you know m- maybe that prompted the other players to take up some of the other offers they had. I don't know. Um, we'll find out over the player break, I suppose. Yeah. All right, next topic of things that we need to speak about is Zonic has, according to an HLTV source, Zonic has thought about thinking about leaving Australis. Well, yeah. I mean, the, yes. my, my response was like, well, yeah. Like, otherwise, he'd have just signed of a course. contract. Like, of course he's thinking about leaving. Yeah. So the rumor I heard about Australis, and I can't necessarily justify this or, or say that it's true or not, um, is that they apparently were going to sign for another organization but then device left and for whatever reason, it didn't go through. Um, but as I say, it's, it's only a rumor and one that I cannot back, but I, I think it makes sense. Like I, it, it seems to make too much sense. Like if they really wanted to stay, they'd have just signed a new contract. If Zonic wanted to stay, he'd have signed a new contract. Like, of course he's thinking about leaving. Why would you, why would you not? Uh, Astralis, it seems like the players had some issues with Astralis. I believe like Thorin and Richard Lewis spoke, they wrote articles about this, how like, um, you know, th- th- they weren't happy with the organization. That's part of the reason they were taking like these breaks and stuff. Like, that if they didn't write about it, they alluded to it. And I think the players aren't necessarily happy with the organization and do want to leave, um, which is why they're not signing new contracts. Like, it's like, it- it's so weird to me that people are like, oh my God, he wants to leave. It's like, yeah, no, it's not yeah. just. It's not just like delaying on signing the contract for fun. Like, of course he's thinking about leaving. Yeah. Um, I, it's. I think the the question is not more of like if he leaves; it's more of when he leaves and when he leaves, where does he go? Does he? Yeah. Does he stop doing Counter Strike? Does he go and coach a different team? I mean, his services will obviously be requested by just about literally every team ever. 
Um, I think that'll be a fun experience uh, going through the uh, the Zonic coaching search. Um, we got one more thing, and then we we got some we had a couple listener questions uh, last night. Night, I think it was last night. Last 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 day. Um, Golden was benched from Fnatic. They started to rebuild. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff that might happen with Fnatic. I mean, I've, I think you and I have heard about 17 different rumors. Uh, the so, first being like MHL. MHL was rumored by a Polish writer yesterday, which is kind of weird because he's an Orper, and I thought Jackinio would probably stay, but it seems not, if that is true. Mm-hmm. I've also heard msl and i've heard az so again i have no idea if either of those are true i have no idea if any of these rumors are true but fanatic did say they're going somewhere else in the in-game leading department msl's available hasn't been streaming much recently i kind of put two and two together as well i was like i sort of heard it a while back and i was a little bit doubtful but it does kind of feel like that might be the case. It, it seems like there's a little bit of a dearth of Swedish talent at the moment. So going Danish kind of makes sense. I could see MSL going there. And I would I would like him to. I think it'd be fun. All right. All right. Uh, so just, just so we're all on the same page here, if Fnatic does make a, a move involving someone else the player that would be dropping would be jw correct i would assume so but i don't know okay. I, I actually just don't know i mean maybe it's jackinio jw stays and they just bring mhl into orb i i have i i don't know i it, right. it so, could even have been that i like, the, the the you know wherever i heard it from misheard mhl (laughs) you just don't know do you like maybe he heard mhl and went nah there's no player named mhl maybe he means msl yeah that would make sense yeah um maybe it's the other way around maybe the the guy who had mhl it was actually msl it's like oh you mean mhl yeah there's a there's a player with an m some sort he's he's an orper some sort of constant at the nail (laughs) who knows but yeah, the All one right. thing that is sure is that Golden is benched. Yes, we know that for a fact. All right, so uh, we put out a very late call for listener mail questions. Um, we're going yep. to answer them. Uh, I've been asked who who's next in the ring for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because your name's Logan. Yeah, it's, yes, but no, it's, no, it's no, no, no. for anyone who isn't aware of Moose. He's the uh, my favorite person on Twitter. He's he speaks. He's like a, he's like a wall of conscious conscience. Right. He's he's great. Um, I think I think Jake Paul and Logan Paul should fight. That's my that's my take on this. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Uh, I'd like to see Logan Paul fight like Loba. <laughs> Tyler won. Get, what about Richard get... Lewis? He didn't he choke slam somebody at Hell in the Cell or something? What's that copy pasta? I'm not sure what you're talking about. There's like, I think that so, scares me more. I'm not going to get into it, but there's there's like a coffee pasta about Richard Lewis choke slamming somebody through a table at Hell in the Cell. So maybe Richard Lewis, like, tell me you wouldn't watch Richard Lewis fight Logan Paul. Oh, I absolutely would. That would be great. And Richard <laughs> Lewis would kill him as well. All right. When are you good at CS? Never. Like me specifically, yeah. or like one? When is one good? 
Because me, like, once once a month, probably, I'm good at good at CS. <laughs> I think my answer has to be never. Never say never. Oh, okay, if you mean specifically, you. like, you know, when you're... Uh, when you're the best in the world. Anything, any, if you're not one of the best 10 players in the world, you're not good at Counter-Strike. Yeah, it doesn't That's matter. That's how I see it. Yep. And then uh, our final question for the day. Turkey or salmon? Well, turkey, because I don't like seafood. Can't I don't be. particularly like turkey either, for what it's worth. Okay, but... okay. But but just not... Yeah, okay. it's, it's more like a real like food, so I'd say that. All right, all right. It's really annoying. I, I said this to me the other day. Whenever you say like I don't like seafood, I'm because oh what? Not even like lobster. No, I don't like seafood. Not even like mackerel. No, I don't like seafood. But if you try it, always I don't like seafood. Like, stop naming seafoods. No, I don't like them. All right, all right. That's gonna be it from this us this week. Um, we're gonna see you guys all again next week for Cologne wrap up ish. Yeah, you're going to see us again next week for Cologne Group Stage Wrap-Up and looking at playoffs. You'll see us the week after for playoffs, and then we'll be in and out for the player break. Um, but yeah, uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at, at LoganRampap, at AZESC, and at RaidTLDR. And we'll see us again next week. Oh, yeah.